Welcome to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, a certified financial planner who specializes in helping fitness entrepreneurs and millennials grow their net worth. The goal is to bring you conversations with successful individuals in the fitness industry on how they navigated their journey to success. Justin Green is the founder and financial planner at AssistFP, a financial planning firm. All opinions expressed in this show are solely those of Justin and not reflective of AssistFP. This podcast should not be considered advice. It is solely for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisor you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green. Today, we are going to do a Q&A episode with yours truly. <clears throat> so I want to hop in. I've got a couple questions from uh, followers, listeners, online fitness coaches, nutrition coaches uh, who have financial questions and submitted those. So... I want to dive right into the first one, but before we do that, we just want to let you know I did recently release a uh, free fitness uh, financial guide for online fitness and nutrition coaches. In this guide, we talk about cash flow, taxes, saving and investing for the future. Um, It's a really great guide to get you started taking control of your financial life. So go ahead to assistfp.com forward slash financial guide to download that or shoot me a DM on Instagram if you want more information. All right, first question came in. I'm a new online fitness coach and business owner. What's a good financial book to get started with? Great question. I've got a couple that come to mind real quick. Uh, First one would definitely be Profit First. So Mike Michalowicz wrote Profit First uh, to talk about a cash management system that he designed that really is designed more for uh, behavior cues rather than, um, you know, maximizing your your financial uh, situation. And so essentially what it is is pay yourself first. And so he sets up this uh, system of bank accounts where you set aside profit first and you put aside taxes and operating expenses, etc. So you create multiple buckets uh, in the form of bank accounts that allows you to kind of divvy up your cash flow. So that way, when you're uh, making money, you know where that money is going immediately. There's no thinking about it. There's no decision making process. You've already set up a system based on allocated percentages and any income that comes in, you know, like twice a month, you're going to take a look and you're going to divvy it up set to pre uh, existing targeted allocations into those accounts. Highly recommend it. It's actually a very simple system to understand and implement. And so I think that's why it works really well for self-employed individuals, especially online fitness coaches and nutrition coaches. Second one is uh, Millionaire Mind by Thomas Stanley. This is an older book, but I really love this book because um, it really helps you understand what it takes to be wealthy. And it also kind of shows you the average millionaire isn't what you would think or expect. So it's not the flashy rich person. It's not the trust fund baby. Um, in reality, it's like people that started their own business, worked really hard, were frugal when it mattered, and they didn't spend lavish on like lavish expenses that didn't matter. Um, they're actually pretty average people. And for the most part, if you walked into a diner, you would see maybe a millionaire. So I think it's a really cool book. It gives you some insight. It's based on surveys of uh, top millionaires in the country. 
And then the third one, if you're really into the finances, this is going to get into the weeds a little bit more, but the tax and legal playbook um, is a really good one. I think that's by Mark Collar. Um, let me double check. Yeah, so that's by Mark Collar, who's a CPA and attorney. And this will dive much deeper into the weeds about um, setting up your business structure, common deductions to take. And um, I, I wouldn't recommend this for someone who's who's maybe not well versed in financial terms or who has no interest in doing this theirself. But uh, if you want to learn more and you really want to dive in, then this is a really good book to check out. All right, next question. How do I stay on top of the bookkeeping without wasting so much time? Now, it's a good question. So bookkeeping is one of those tasks that are extremely important. Uh, however, it's it's really easy to put it on the back burner because you've got sales, marketing, um, content creation. You've got so many things to worry about um, that bookkeeping kind of always gets put on the back burner. But bookkeeping is an extremely important task for your business. It'll help you understand the numbers in the business, how you're doing financially, and you'll be much more prepared come tax season. You're not, you know, kind of part of the rat race to catch up and, and get your taxes filed. So what would I do to uh, stay on top of it without wasting so much time? I'd probably check out like QuickBooks or another online software uh, accounting system. QuickBooks is the most popular. It's, it's rather cheap. QuickBooks Online, I think is like 16 bucks a month. And you can link your accounts and um, you could set rules and automations, etc. So if you have a lot of the same expenses coming in each month, <clears throat> then these will automatically get categorized. You could also hire a bookkeeper. It's not that expensive to hire an outside bookkeeper um, if you're just looking for a bookkeeper and not like an actual accountant to do your taxes. Um, so you could consider that option. Also consider creating like a cash flow system like I was talking about with Profit First. And then that way you don't have to make these decisions and things just get a little bit easier, a little bit more clear. And so you're not wasting so much time thinking about it um, because you wanna remove as many decisions as possible, right? Because as a business owner, self-employed individual, you have to make so many decisions in a day that you don't want decision fatigue to kind of wear you down. And that's probably what's happening. That's why you're putting bookkeeping on the back end because one, you don't know much about it. And two, it doesn't directly correlate to sales. So you figure, oh, we'll just do it later. And there's, you know, when you're going through, you got to decide what expense this was, etc. Um, so it's just fatiguing you. So I would use an online uh, system such as QuickBooks to kind of automate as much as possible. And uh, in your financial life, as much as you can automate as possible is always better, in my opinion. All right, next question. <clears throat> Should I use TurboTax to do my taxes this year? Uh, this really depends on your comfort level and experience. Um, if you're someone who's never done your taxes before, you don't really understand uh, the tax code, then I would say probably not. Um, but if, you, uh, if you're very well versed and you understand the common deductions and self-employment tax and rules around that, then maybe. But you're probably going to save more in the long run by using a professional uh, accountant, whether it's an enrolled agent or a CPA. The there is a cost up front to have you know an accountant prepare your taxes, but they usually can catch things and know things that you don't know, and so they can ultimately save you money in the long term. So I would consider that, um, and then also you know 
they're just more familiar with self-employment. And if you find someone who works with other online fitness coaches, then they're more familiar with your field. And I would say that's more important than which credential they have, the CPA or the EA. Uh, just make sure that they're familiar with your, your field, your business, and so they can kind of understand what to look for. And then the other thing is like tax prep is really important, but just remember, you're really just recording what happened last year. The more important thing is tax planning. That's incredibly important because that's where you can anticipate financial decisions that are gonna impact your taxes and make that decision with consideration to how it's going to impact your taxes. Um, some accountants will help you with this, but most of them won't. This is where you need to engage with a financial planner, or this is, might be where like an enrolled agent helps out because a lot of enrolled agents are also financial planners. Um, and so just consider that, that the proactive tax planning in the long term is much more important than the reactive tax prep. Those are two completely different things. All right, the next and last question, um, or maybe we'll have time for one more, we'll see. Uh, the next question is pretty similar. It's, dude, I'm getting killed in taxes, please help. All right, so first and foremost, you need to understand the tax code and how it benefits and impacts business owners. <clears throat> the taxes change all the time, but what happens is the government uses the tax code to incentivize uh, individuals to do certain things that they think you should be doing. For example, if you're self-employed, you can deduct the premiums of your health insurance uh, on page one of your tax return. And the reason is they want you to have health insurance, right? So understand the tax code, how it benefits and impacts business owners. There's a lot of business expenses that can be deducted from your revenue because you're only paying taxes on the actual profit. For example, if you do you know, 100,000 in revenue, but you have $50,000 in expenses, you're only being taxed on the 50,000 of profit. Now, I'm not gonna get into what your business structure is, et cetera, because that could change how it's taxed or which taxes hit it. Um, but essentially, then you're looking at federal taxes, state taxes, if your state has a state tax. Um, on self-employment income, you're, you have to pay the self-employment tax, which is FICA taxes, which is 15.3%. So that's a big chunk, and that might be why you're getting killed in taxes, and uh, you just weren't expecting that. Because if you've ever worked as an employee, then you were only paying half of that. 7.65 is what you were paying, and then your employer was paying the other 7.65%. But when you became self-employed, you now are the employer and the employee. Therefore, you are responsible for the full 15.3%. So make sure you're maximizing your deductions as much as possible. Some of the low-hanging fruit is obviously like software costs, uh, merchant fees. So when you charge a client on, say, Stripe, make sure you're accounting for the fact that they are going to reduce um, what you get paid by a merchant fee. So they're gonna take out a percentage. A lot of people forget to put that on their expenses. So make sure you account for that. And then um, honestly, going back to the bookkeeping, really good bookkeeping and keeping records of all your expenses will help you maximize your deductions. I see a lot of coaches who they're commingling their accounts. So their personal and business accounts are together. They're not doing the bookkeeping on an uh, ongoing basis. So when it comes time at the end of the year to do their taxes, they're trying to guess 
and remember like what was a business expense, right? And so some of it might be very obvious, some of the software you use, but there's other expenses that you may go through and you might miss because you weren't sure uh, if that was an actual deduction or not. Home office deduction, uh, deducting your cell phone, internet, those are all options and there's rules on how to do that so make sure you, you kind of do that correctly. Um, but if you're really, if you maximizing all the deductions as much as possible, the other option is then uh, to start saving for retirement using a tax deferred account uh, in order to reduce your taxable income. A SEP IRA is normally a good option for this. A solo 401k is another option. Um, if you're earlier in your business, a SEP IRA probably makes the most sense. Uh, has a lower contra, uh, it has different rules in the, the solo 401k, but um, it allows you to kind of get started very easy with less administrative cost. Those are the areas I would start to look at. Maximize deductions, saving and tax deferred accounts, um, and then just making sure you're understanding the tax code and how it incentivizes business owners uh, so that way you can maximize um, your tax, your, your post-tax income. That's all I got for today. Make sure you submit your questions to me on Instagram, shoot me a DM, etc. Uh, for the next episode. And in the meantime, keep growing, my friends. If you found this episode helpful or simply entertaining, please subscribe and leave a review. This is the best way to share the show with as many online fitness coaches as possible. Also, each week I send out The Assist, which is the number one financial newsletter for online fitness coaches and fitness entrepreneurs. To sign up, go to assistfp.com forward slash the dash assist, or simply go to the link in my Instagram bio. Until next time, keep growing, my friends.